Welcome to Business and Happiness Podcast. I'm your host, Bratzo Pobridge. This episode is sponsored by Life Success Academy, a place where you recreate your business and personal happiness. So today I have a, a very special guest, my friend, my student for many, many years, uh, Mark Beskin from Brussels. He's a certified positive psychology master coach and uh, he's been uh, using the tools um, for many years. But today, what we really want to do, Mark, is I wanted to talk about something that you have a unique um, um, unique view, unique position, and unique unfortunate experience. And that's about how you connected chronic pain and happiness. Hey, Mark, welcome, buddy. How are you? Thank you, Watso. Thank you very much. Uh, it's really a pleasure for me to be there with you today. It's fantastic. And um, this month, we celebrate three years of friendship. It's three years ago that I, um, that I took your first course. Um, and then we, we keep, uh, keep in touch. It's really beautiful. I really enjoy it. Yes. So, Thank you, my friend. So do I. And I have to say yes. that. Oh, I learned nice. so much from you. Yeah, oh la la, my God, no, no, no. I think it's opposite. It's me from you. Anyway, yes. Don't, um, I'm sorry if I, my English sometimes may be a bit hesitant because I speak French mostly. So, Your English is great. And yeah. if you want to speak a French, I studied the French, but I really forgot oh, all about it. So I don't think we can speak French, but you can speak and if people understand, yes. it's up to them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I will quickly speak about my past because it explains what I do today. So I, I worked 25 years with Doctors Without Borders. I'm not a me medical person, but I worked in the mission as administrator of missions. Mm -hmm. It was fantastic time. I visited almost all countries in Africa, in Asia. Um, and um, one day I had a very, very dramatic accident. And this was 14 years ago. And I went in emergency room. Uh, the doctor told me that he told my wife that they don't know if I will survive even. It was very bad. And um, I survived it thanks to the, the medical center here in, in Brussels. And, but they said that I will not be able to walk again. But finally, I learned to walk again. And now I can, I can walk and I can also run. So that is for the, the bit little history. What is the point is that it happened 14 years ago, but I stay with chronic pain, very strong chronic pain for these and last Mark, 14 years. Yes. I, I'm sorry if I, if I can just uh, interject for a second. I think what's really interesting, which I, mean, I was really like um, uh, just, uh, uh, you and I had a lot of discussions about this, but what's really interesting is you have this chronic pain and yet you decided to live a different life and to study happiness and to coach people on happiness. And I wanted to mention one thing with your chronic pain, which is like so important. You know, we had a, a weekly sessions and so on. I remember you were in a hospital 
And, and you reached out and you said, hey, I'm, I'm practicing, I'm in hospital, but I'm still working on it. So <laughs> I think that's really the message to people as we move forward with your, with your story, uh, that, that, uh, that we can um, uh, live happy life even with such a like, chronic pain daily. And that I know you end up in hospital often. And so I'm sorry for interrupt, but just to set the stage. No, no, it's okay. Yes, thank you. It's um, an essential point that you mentioned. And I think that I managed to do all this because I found a purpose, mm. a life purpose. And um, um, do you mind me asking, how yes. did you find it and what that is? Uh, it is to continue to help people. The, the more I can do it, the more I'm happy. The, um, and in fact, I, I, I have that from my mother. She, she liked to help everybody. So probably mm. she gave me this, this gen. And these last 14 years, I studied uh, the, the pain, the link with the pain and the mind and the feelings because I wanted to understand the pain. Of course, I could not go in missions anymore with uh, mm. humanitarian missions. I cannot spend 10 hours in a plane. Um, and I was like, my God, what can I do now? And suddenly I decided that I will help people from my place because I cannot move much uh, to give the time I I can give. It's not a full-time job because I cannot neither. And with that in mind and the study, one day I, I found you three years ago, your course, and that, that was like the trigger because then I knew what I will do. I wanted to, to have my clients find back happiness. And that, that is exactly what you are teaching, happiness. So that I studied your course uh, for three years now, and I use positive psychology with my clients now to help them in their life. How, how do they, I remember you and I had discussion, you know, again, starting, you know, a couple of years ago about chronic pain and happiness. And how do they, um, how do they react to this? You know, when people are in such a pain, which you know, I and many of the listeners cannot even understand or get closer to understand what you and, and your clients are going mm -hmm. through. How do they react? What is their you know, reaction to when you mention happiness and they go through like such a difficult time in life? How do they react to that? Are they open to, I mean, just curious how that works. They are open, but also they are um, a bit on the defensive. Um, because they saw people promising better days a lot, and yeah. this, oh, it never came. Maybe the happiness did, or it did not last. For instance, they went to um, to meetings for positive thinking, and mm. then it was okay. But when they stopped, it was not okay anymore. Mm. So they are very skeptic. I don't mm. know if the, the English makes term. sense. Yeah, yes, yeah. okay. So what I tell them is that I, I tell them, come on, I will never tell you that your pain will, from one day to the other, um, go away. 
so because people told them that their pain will go away but ah. and i tell them also that i'm exactly like them right that i researched for 14 years this pain and mind uh, uh, shortcut and also that I need also to help someone in my family because my wife has Parkinson's disease. Mm. So I know exactly what can be the pain and that I can help them with that. But um, it takes um, like one hour discussion be between the client mm -hmm. and me to feel secure and to mm -hmm. feel that, okay, this guy is maybe not lying like the other one that I saw, it seems okay, let's try. And to speak about happiness, many people, they, they don't believe it. They of say, course, because yeah, they, they didn't experience happiness after they got into the chronic pain, right? It's just- Yes, exactly. Yes, 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 exactly. Let me, let me ask you this, I wanted to have, another session with you to focus on your clients and your uh, tools that you use. But I wanted today to spend a little more time on you and mm -hmm. how you deal with the chronic pain and what do you do and what is the connection? You know, what is the connection? We talked about mindfulness, you and I, and uh, we talked about, you know, how do you tell people to be in the present moment? How do you stay in present moment when you're in such a pain? So I want to I want to hear from you how you handle your life. Yes. And, and, um, and what is interesting is is that what I do, I tell exactly that to my clients. <laughs> of course, what works with me may not work with them, but um, we try. Mm -hmm. um, there are many things that can help. The first thing is to realize that the pain is not as strong as we think. And that is something that the, the, the client said, what, what are you telling me? I feel yeah. pain. But when you have chronic pain, the message from uh, the body, if you have pain in the arm, the, mes okay. the message goes through the nerves to the brain and right. is interpreted as pain. But when you have chronic pain, it's all the time that 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 uh, network is open all the time from your nerves to the brain, and that creates like a highway of pain, and the brain interprets uh, the pain as being more de than it is really, and once you know that, it's very interesting because I know that. I consider my pain to be much higher than it is in reality. How do um, you compare that? How do you, like, how, you know, when you're in a pain, you know, like this morning I had a headache and I just thought there was a pain, it's a headache, all right? Yes. How, do you, how do you say, you know, it's really, it's not as high as I think? Like, what's the, how do you interpret that? Yes. Um, when you have chronic pain, you, you learn also with the, the medical staff to evaluate your pain level from zero okay. till 10. So mm -hmm. that in a crisis, for instance, uh, my pain would be at eight. But when I take the time to sit and to say, okay, what is happening right now in my body? Because mm -hmm. I'm 
shouting pain, pain, pain all over the, the, <coughs> the house. But what is it, what, how is it exactly the level of this pain? And when you take the, the time, and that is in um, 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 full consciousness, when you take the time, you sit, it's a bit like a mini meditation. Mm -hmm. and you, you say, okay, no, I know that I have this pain, but it's maybe not so much as I thought. Mm. And um, it does not work all the time, May it, it works. It works many times to evaluate the level of the pain during a moment where you simply sit and say, okay, what is happening now in my body? And mm -hmm. also there is something very interesting. It's that when we have uh, <clears throat> chronic pain, for, for instance, back pain, okay. we, with the doctor, we say, I have back pain. Uh, mm -hmm. pain in my back and the doctor say where exactly in your back mm -hmm. when you have chronic pain the tendency is to be uh, is, is to say it's all over my back mm -hmm. um, except very few cases it's not like that the pain is uh, can be lo located Either you have pain in L4, lumbaris, L5, or you have pain in the neck, but mm -hmm. it's, it's very, very rare that you have pain in all the back, all your back. And knowing that the pain is a kind of geographic area in the body uh -huh. makes that in your brain, you feel more confident. You feel that you can have some effect on it. And you say, okay, the pain is only, let's say, one fifth of my upper back. Okay. And like that, you are more conscious of what is the reality of the pain in your body. Oh, where is the pain exactly? And what it's, is its level? Um, Seriously, it's something wonderful to know that that you can have an influence mentally over the graduation that your pain is taking. Wow. So does, uh, you know, usually what I do and, you know, I, I don't have I don't have any chronic pain, but, you know, if, if something I get pain or I, what helps me is I said, let this be the worst. You know, I look at what other people are going through. I always remember you. I mean, I, I swear to God, like when I get some pain, I think of you. You're the first thing, first person I think of. And I go, well, you know, look what Mark is going through. What am I complaining about? And that kind of helps me um, to, you know. <laughs> well, yes, to, to, yes. To come. Uh, how about, um, you know, being, it sounds like what you're doing is instead of avoiding that, oh, I got a pain and let me not worry about it. You're staying in the present moment and you're basically not judging and you're trying to figure out where the pain is without really judging, without, right? It's, that's really mindfulness. That's being in the present mm -hmm. moment on purpose without judging it. Is that what you think you are yes, basically yes, practicing? Exactly. The mindful, mindfulness first, as, as you know, um, I didn't believe in it when you have chronic yes. pain. Why? Because of what we spoke about, but I, yes. I will say it again for our friends listening, Please. that 
the last thing that you want when you are in chronic pain is to be in the present moment because yeah. you feel the pain. You, you, what you say, what you think is, oh my God, again, this pain, I want to be tomorrow morning. I will yes. go to bed and I wish I'm tomorrow morning. Um, but what I could realize is that if you are not mindful, mm -hmm. you have you experience three times the pain as instead of once. Oh, wow. because you have pain now, but you also say, oh, I have pain now. And I had pain this morning in the past, and I will probably have pain tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. Look, you experience one physical pain and two mental pains. Wow. You have, let's say you, you have an headache, now it's 10 o'clock in New York and you think, oh, at seven o'clock this morning, I, I still had this pain and tomorrow <laughs> it will last. So this is when you are not mindful. And it strikes me almost violent, violently that I say, my God, it's true. Let's be mindful. Let's only stay in this moment and um, Listen to this pain. What is it, what is it uh, telling you? So yes. is it hard, and this is going back you know, to our discussion, is it hard to listen to your pain? It must be hard, right? I think it sounds like you have to learn to listen to your pain and to, to be with it. Because you know, as John Kabat-Zinn would say, it's already mm -hmm. there. So you may as well be with it if you do have a pain. Uh, but yes. how hard it is in the beginning mm. to, to learn um, that process. In fact, it, it can take some years. Yeah. Um, why? Um, because if the doctor tells you, I'm sorry, now you will need to take these pills for the rest of your life, you will have chronic pain. The first reaction is that you lost completely the self-trust. Um, um, and you will run here and there watching on internet uh, what is happening about the pain you are everything except present to the pain because mm. you search for external clues about the pain but you do not try to to um, you do not accept the pain that takes some years and then you you just want it to go back where it comes from and to, of course, it's very normal not to have pain anymore, but this is this has very disastrous effect if you try to dismiss the pain when it is there. If you say like, okay, I will think about something else. Mm -hmm. And then my answer is no, do not think about something else, sit in a nice and comfortable chair, breathe, and then be curious about your pain now. Wow. And, okay, some people tell me, um, and I understand, they say, ah, it's very beautiful, but you don't know oh, the level of my pain, it's really atrocious. I cannot do that. So um, I, many persons say that. And the answer is, okay, take just one minute 
then mm -hmm. maybe tomorrow you will take one more minute to listen to this pain. What is what is it telling you? Because the pain can tell something about about yourself. Mm. And what is the location of your brain of your pain exactly? Is it all your body is aching, or is it only the leg? Where is it? Like that, you give attributes to the pain. Mm. You make the pain something in you that you will uh, live with instead of an enemy. It's wow, that's yes. Um, but I'm sure that if people listening have chronic pain, they will say this, this guy is totally crazy. Um, I assure but, you that it but, was. But, but the thing is that, look, uh, if anybody, you are the expert on this because you live it, you helped yourself, you're now helping other people, right? And, yes. you know, again, you know, you're taking the happiness tools and, and you're applying it to, to, the, to this chronic pain, which is like incredible. So nobody can say this guy is, you know, yeah, such uh, and yes. such because you live with it. That's it. You're not teaching something you don't live. Yes. Um, and the fact, as you say, that I live it makes it, um, makes my life very easier. You know, uh, Brad, so many times I could not come to your uh, webinar uh, on Monday because I felt pain. But I, we, we talk to, but I also have clients that 20 minutes before an appointment cancel it. But I know why, and uh, I understand. So they will they say, ah, oh, you will not be angry, but I want to go in bed because I don't feel good. Um, and this is really helpful in my work that I, that I experience this pain too, because I know that from one moment to the other, they can cancel an appointment. Yeah, yeah. I know you, you told me that, and I know I, I, I know what's going on. So so tell me just like how do you? So, you know, we're talking about this chronic pain and now, you know, we're moving into the happiness. So how do you, I know you end up in a hospital often, unfortunately, mm -hmm. because of chronic pain. How do you, you know, you're in hospital and you, you're studying the happiness tools and you're basically getting back to me saying, hey, I practice such and such, you know, in hospital. How do you do that? This is like incredible. I can't even connect with that. They, um, yes, most people, they read magazine. Yeah. <laughs> um, I prefer to study what is happening in, in me. But this is uh -huh. not from one day to the other. Um, and that explains also that my clients, I have a persona, a persona, typical person, is someone aged between 35 and um, my oldest client is 85 years old. Is 85 years old. It's people who already tried everything for the last 10 years. Um, so they, they just come now to the point where they start to be interesting in what is happening in their body exactly. Yeah. And so they also now start to, instead of, um, of reading a fashion magazine in the hospital, they for instance, many are in, in quest of uh, meaning and a purpose. And mm -hmm. that is what they, 
they read about um, 10 years after the first symptoms of pain. Then um, it's true that sometimes life is tough and we have pain that uh, surrounds us like a tsunami. In this case, mm -hmm. I cannot do anything. I just listen music in, in my iPhone and that's all. Wait. Um, <clears throat> yes. So thanks. That's that's really great. And I'm just so so pleased how you taking all of this and helping other people. And that was uh, this is how you, you know, like you said, you know, once we find our meaning and purpose, um, every, everything becomes easier. Um, I think you gave a lot of tips and advices to people who even, even just have a little pain, right? Not even, um, they don't have to have a chronic pain, like unfortunately you do. What's, what's like one thing you would like to leave the people with? Uh, you know, people have a pain, but they also want to be happy. They want to change something in their life, but, but it's hard. They don't know, you know how to. What's like maybe one or two things you would tell them yes. to do um, or not to do? I took some notes before our uh, meeting to give practical tips for okay. your uh, clients. Um, for instance, something that can help people a lot is to have an interest in something, to find a meaning. Why? Because when you have such a pain, probably you don't work anymore. You are under social security. You lose your work. And some people, they don't know what to do once they are there at home and they start watching TV and they are bored. Um, something that is fundamental, I think, is to find a purpose in your life. It can be anything. It can be, I will build a Titanic in Lego pieces. Mm -hmm. I will paint or I will um, write a book or I will try to walk 5K tomorrow. So, so basically what we're saying is this is not about, oh, let me find a huge why, huge no. purpose. Why am I yes. here? But it's, it could be a daily purpose, right? Purpose yes. of the day. Yeah, yes. thank you. That's good. Um, what you say about the big purpose, that is in, interesting because many people in pain, they go to search for answers on the spiritual um, okay. side. Um, and there they speak about a larger meaning in their life. Um, and me also, my spiritual life is, is, is really big. It's bigger than I see my friends in time, I mean, uh, to read sacred texts, um, to read um, life of Buddha and so on. So it's something that is fundamental, I think, for the people after some time to find an interest in something. And maybe they will go further, like you say, to find their big why. The, but I don't tell them to search for their big why, because they will get stressed. Exactly. Yes, exactly. find a hobby, I, I tell them. Uh, don't be on Facebook all the time. It can, it can be anything, but have an interest. So that is one, okay. one thing that I tell the people to do. There is another thing that is very helpful. 
when you are in pain, you do not think positively. Okay. But I say, try to think positively. And as soon as you have pain, um, I'm journaling, like you see, it's my fifth journal. I write everything positive that happened to me the day before. And it can be very small things. Like I took a very good coffee at Starbucks mm -hmm. and then the sun was shining and I met that little girl who made a smile to me. That is very, very helpful to try to have the brain think about positive things instead of ruminating about the negative. Yeah, and journaling is extremely helpful like for anyone. There's so much research behind journaling. And even if we journal about bad things that happen to us, even that is good. But it's better to journal yes. positive like you do. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, it's very important. Um, another thing is that it's a bit like the um, like about the meaning and the purpose, but to have excitement for the future. Ah, like that. yes, yes, and it's also it can be very small thing. Like for instance, you are Monday. Excitement for the future could be that your children come to eat at your place Sunday, and it will be a beautiful um, event. So th this is important. This ex excitement for the future, or I will go in holiday in two months. This is like your next target point and you think about that and you nurture this positive um, excitement for the future. This is very important. And there is another thing. Um, in your course, we spoke about the life will. You explain about the, this will where we have one quadrant is health, another one is family, another one spirituality, and then um, uh, and, um, what is the work that we have? Um, I do the life will with everyone who asks me for support. And why? Because many times when you do this, um, this uh, life will, that you feel it, you, you will see that you have lost contact with your friends many times because you are in your pain and you you only see your pain. You lose contact with the, the friends. So the friendship is very important mm -hmm. and also the family that you lose track of the family. So the life will, I like it uh, at the start of um, um, with a new client to see where are the gaps in his life. Yeah. Because this, uh, the pain is making you miss a lot of things in your life. Yeah. And, yes. and you know, just, just for the audience, this wheel of life is basically like a standard tool that a lot of coaches are using. And even, you know, everybody, we should be using. But you're basically looking at different areas of your life, you know, from spirituality to friendship to work to income to family to relationships and so on. And then kind of looking how you're doing in each mm -hmm. area. So obviously what then Mark is doing is, looking at how clients are doing in each area and he's finding that a lot of people lost that uh, where it comes to that uh, friendship and that makes sense because they're in pain and they don't you know they don't want to reach to anybody they just want to like yeah. stay with their pain yes and great um, about these tools there is also something important um i took a class um 
by um, Indian guru, a yoga master, and he is also doctor in medicine, and he's speaking about pain, and um, he say he has three tools that he use with the people in pain, and it's to meditate first thing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to sit, and meditation should not be something that you need to prepare for one day before you can sit anywhere you want exactly. or uh, you walk and you meditate in the same time so his um, recommendation is to meditate every day for 20 minutes and that will help also he said there is something very important with the chronic pain that our breath breath regulation is totally upside down when we have pain we 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 cannot cope the breath the breath is anything but good so he said to breathe from the belly very deep very deeply and that will help us also to release the stress and the pain and his first um, recommendation is to dance to um he said unless the pain is too high, uh, try to make some movement, dance, even if you are in a wheelchair, move your arms to the sound of yeah. the, the music. And I was like, oh, yes. And then I remember that on Insight Timer, that is a meditation application, mm -hmm. there is um, a guy who is becoming very known there for his dancing meditations. So you see him on the screen, he's dancing and he's saying positive uh, affirmations to the people who follow him. And I thought that is really beautiful that this kind of meditation dancing is something that can help if the people can, can move. If right? they can move. Yes. This, yes. this is, yeah, this is really great. So I just wanted to like recap of some of these ideas that you give to folks. So it's, you know, that they have a chronic pain and even like any pain, I think this will help anytime I get pain. So it's to have an interest, right? To do the journaling, uh, to be excited, excited for the future. I really like this one, I like them all. To look at that wheel of life and look at different areas of your life and see how you're doing. And if you're lacking somewhere to kind of, uh, uh, you know, do some work there, if you will. To do the meditation, you know, certainly mm -hmm. breathing that can like help us with everything and, and move, you know, we are meant to move and we just don't move enough. Yes, so, yes. you know, I, I do a lot of this. I'll just go in the basement, uh, you know, first thing in the morning when I do exercise and often I'll just dance by myself and have yes, fun. This so, is good. Yes. Mark, thank you so, so much. This has been really, really wonderful. Wow, really appreciate you so yes, your help. Really and beautiful. But you, you teach me so many things in my life that it, it's really incredible. You do so good for the people. It's wonderful to be with you. Thank you, my friend. So do you. You taught me so many things over the years and I will keep learning from you. Thank you so much, buddy. And I will talk okay. to you soon, my friend. Thank okay. you so much. Thank you, Brazzo. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, Mark. Yeah, I do.
All right. So today I have uh, my friend, uh, positive psychology master coach, uh, Mark Baskin from Brussels. Hello, Mark. How are you, buddy? Hello, Brazo. I'm very fine. How about you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You know, although I know you, you deal with the chronic pain, it's, uh, it's such a pleasure to see always your smiley face. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to talk today about, um, you know, how you uh, help your clients with uh, chronic pain. We talked about this, you know, in another episode, but I also want to talk about the uh, coaching business, if you will, mm -hmm. in your area and how did you start? Because you have a very specific uh, coaching business, very, very specific. You're the only one that I know who created this business from, you know, uh, from, uh, from your unfortunate experience with chronic pain and combining that with all the happiness tools and uh, mm -hmm. that you practice in your daily life and now coaching and helping helping your clients so yeah how did you get started and let's just talk about the things that you did to get your clients okay um i started thanks to you because <laughs> you explained so much how to do in your course so um what i did first <clears throat> is to create um, an announcement on Facebook, not even a paid announcement. It, mm -hmm. it was just, uh, hey, hello, I do this and that on a Facebook page. If you have suffer from chronic pain of chronic pain, please contact me because I can help you. And the first month that happened that I had 40 people uh, contacted wow. me. Yes, it's really enormous. It was very huge amount. Um, and I could not uh, help them all. So I spread a bit uh, in February, February, March, um, because it was, I didn't advertise anything. But I think what is essential is, like you said, that um, I'm um, one of the only ones who do that, to have a niche. Uh, that is very important. So what I did, and you can do that on your, in your topic, if you don't coach um, um, on a chronic disease, but you are a life coach or another kind of coach, what I did is to target Facebook groups speaking about my niche. So I, for instance, um, I registered in um, Parkinson disease group in Belgium. Oh. Also, <clears throat> there are many groups of chronic pain sufferer. And um, I registered in them. Not too much. Uh, the mistake I did first was to go in to be present. On, yes, on twenty groups, and then uh, then the people feel that you are there only to sell something. Um, so let's yes. you know. I apologize. So let's let's talk about people feel like you sell something. I think this is the key because, quite frankly, people want some. First, they want to, you know, see if you can help them. Then they want some help. Then they want to feel comfortable. And then later on at the end, they don't want just people come to the group and sell. So how did you handle that? Because I get questioned a lot, like, how do I go in? And how much time do I have to spend, you know, before I really get the clients? So how did you handle that? Uh, yes. Um, what I see in the groups, it's really... Um, 
only pure advertisement from people. So I knew what not to do from the start <laughs> because I saw, for instance, one day on the group, you have an advertisement, someone advertising his work. The day after is not there anymore because the admin of the group um, put him out. Um, so what I did is to write an, a simple um, post in the okay. groups uh, with my picture saying, hello, I suffer of chronic pain and um, it, I would be very interested to communicate with you about this problem that you have. And simply that um, saying that I'm in the same kind of problem than the people and that I can offer something, it, it was a very short message. Mm -hmm. And it passed, it passed nicely. Um, so I think you can do it for whatever niche you, you have to be natural. Um, because it was for me a pleasure to be in these groups and to know a bit better. I'm not in this group only for, for speaking about my, myself. Huh? So I like to be in these groups. Uh, I went from 20 groups to three groups. Okay. And not Focus. the biggest group, but focus on uh, Belgium. Um, and that helped a lot. And now I spend time watching what is on this group without posting anything sometimes so that I communicate with the people I like their mm. posts because I really like them. So it's very important to be natural, not to, to like 25 posts of other people because you think that they will be attracted in what you say, but to be natural and yes, to, um, to be very simple and humble also. Uh, I say that because I see advertisement of some uh, life coach and they say, I make a six figure amount um, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> per, per month and it's disaster, I think, to to make, to present yourself like that. So that helped a lot. Um, also, I contacted in Belgium, some associations directly okay. that I phoned with them. Um, and two associations um, say, okay, it's very nice. Um, we will send you a test client. Okay. So they, for instance, um, um, with Parkinson's disease. Mm -hmm. So they send me one client and then they will ask the client to feedback the association it, if I was worth it or not. Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, my chance is that it worked uh, okay. So that was good because I think people now they think there is only interest internet to search for clients but there I took my phone and I found these associations and that, yeah. this is great advice so uh so yes you're right so people think you're it's the only internet but the old marketing it's still marketing right and selling when we just make a phone call yes. uh still works really well right so so you reached out to association and this is how you get your first client, test client from association. Perfect. Um, yes. Mm -hmm. 
and, and you reached out, you called them up and you said, hey, this is what I do. And you knew that this is the association that's dealing with people with chronic pain, right? Yes. And um, if they are interested, I emailed them a two pages um, of the description of what I do and who nice. I am exactly. Yes. And then they contact me again if they want. Yes. So let me ask you a simple question. You know, you, you said you 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 mail them or email them something, uh, and it's about what you do. And how did you create that? You know, two pages. I remember when you put your website and you started creating about your services, and it was of course in French. Um, uh, how did you? What helped you come up? Sometimes people struggle to say, you know, yeah, I'm coach. Now, what? How do I put this on paper? What do I offer? What is my yes. package? <laughs> mm, yes, um, it's it's a task that I procrastinated a lot because I <laughs> I, I couldn't find the, the right words and it yeah. was a nightmare for me. So what I did is that I have a friend who is a life coach okay. and she likes to write. So we did it together. I told her what I do and she was preparing it writtenly uh, with very good advice she told me to be straight to the point to be brief not to speak so too much about me and to make the offer the most simple as possible yes yes and also to put some picture uh, and voila but um i needed it months be before to do that i didn't yeah. want to do i didn't want i didn't know what to what to write and something that is important also is the website mm -hmm. because I start a website, but I did not finish it and I lost Most clients. Yeah, I lost clients because of that, because some they tell me, uh, hey, what is your website? And then I say, I have one, but under construction. But if you want, we can speak over the phone. But after they don't contact me anymore, they want a website to, to see exactly what you offer. So your advice is to the, 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 we actually have a website and have a explain yes, your services yes. there. And you cool. can have a free one with Google. Um, you explained it in your last course. Um, uh, that is fantastic because it ranked very high when you yes, make a, a site on Google. They they like it. It's really good. So this this is the one you use, right? Google Business. Yes. That's what we're yes, talking yes. about. It's really in nice. Mastermind group. Wow. Yeah, you're right. And it ranks high, and this and it's free. So it's yeah. um, it's mm -hmm. a good advice for people to do. Hmm. Yes, to have the website. And what I will start again now uh, next year, if COVID allow it, is to go okay. to conferences about what you do, what you like, the same mindset people. And like that, you can meet people and um, share what you do with other people and what they do themselves um, as soon as we can. But we cannot in Brussels. They, they, it's again a red zone. Um, everything is um, um, through internet, but as soon as yep. possible, I will go to these meetings when they open again. I, I think that's a great idea. This is where I met, you know, so many connections. But you know, ah, by yes. the way, th there are some uh, online conferences, some mm. who also create a community so mm. that you can almost like stay in touch and meet and connect with people online. 
Yes. Not, mm -hmm. you know, very few really create a good community. I don't want to promote any now, but some, some create a good community where you can do, um, you know, kind of similar what you want to do in, in, in yeah. person. Conference. Yes. Mm -hmm. Also, another thing that I can advise is to network a, a maximum. Um, you know, you said network and uh, uh, maximum, and I know I've been really big on network, but then the other yeah. day I looked at, looked at your LinkedIn. What do you have, like 30,000 or 50,000 connections or something crazy? Yes, I agree to the maximum. I think it's 30,000, yes. So you see, that's a maximum? Yes, yes. yes. We, so um, yes. so let's, talk, let's talk about this. Networking we, is the key in any business, in, in getting job, in anything. And tell Tell us, how did you get to this point? How did you create huge uh, LinkedIn network? I think that's important. Um, um, because I think that many key people are on it, mostly all the key people. And um, why so many people maybe comes, come to my page is that I, I do not post often, but when I okay. post, it's something that comes from my heart about mm. uh, what I do. Um, and people see that I'm not spamming, they like it. And I believe in LinkedIn, I can meet many actors. And in fact, it's thanks to LinkedIn that, for instance, now I give course um, in, in a school, in, in a coaching school in India. Because someone contacted me and said, oh, you, I see you speak a lot about meditation and so on. Can we have a, a, a call on, um, on Zoom? Um, yes, it's like you say, it's really essential to have a good network. Yes. How did you, how did you develop this? I can tell you that I had a LinkedIn account you know, I probably like one of, when did they start? It's about 20 years ago or so. Like nobody knew about LinkedIn. Ah, but, yes, yet, yes. Mm -hmm. but yet I have uh, so many less, you know, I have, I don't know how many I have, yeah. but, uh, you know, not even close to your, your network. How did you create this? What did you do? Yes. Uh, <clears throat> a lot of people on my network are, are people I worked with, um, with Doctors Without Borders all around oh. the world. So oh. yes, and they they tell their friends that I'm cool, and they subscribe also to my um, to my LinkedIn. Many people I know, not thirty thousand, but many of them I know um, really. Really? Yes, it, yes. You know personally. What would you say the percentages? Out of oh, 30, it's 000? a very small maximum people I know is maybe six hundred. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But there is also um, um, a special effect in LinkedIn. It's that to get the first thousand people, you need a lot of work. People uh -huh. don't want to make friend with you. Um, when I had uh, under thousand people, I wanted to connect that they tell me uh, we don't know each other. But when I started to have 10,000, the people asked me. Of course. <laughs> yes, connection, because they think, wow, this guy has so many people. It must yes. Be good. <laughs> and the, it's like a snowball. And um, before I reached this number per day, I had like 20 demands 
um, yeah you get you yeah. get now people they want to help connect with you so all right so so that's networking it's a linkedin uh what else what else you did or you um, do now um, to for your business what i did um, a lot is to to share in my facebook uh, profile to my friends because my friends ask me also what i do and what is good is that most of them are from humanitarian missions and they are, mm -hmm. they are medical staff. Mm -hmm. So they are very interested in what I do with the chronic pain. They think it's uh, wonderful. And like that, I could also spread um, my network a lot. So yes. through your personal uh, yes. Facebook and, page. Yes. And there is another thing also linked uh, with networking. I don't know in the United States, but in Belgium, the government create groups of uh, people who want to launch a business and they help these people during six months. So you are in a group of 15, 16 people, each of them are having a different, um, a different um, idea of what they want to do. And they help you to make your business plan and um, how to do, for instance, the fundraising. It's very nice. Yeah, they, yeah. there are there are similar, I think probably across the world, but yeah, there are there are similar organizations yeah. and yes. groups in yes. US. So that would be good. I remember at one point you also did um, uh, we were talking about Google, and didn't yeah. you belong to some Google? They also have some business, right? Um, um, that I don't remember. It was something small business yeah. on Google. I remember that I forgot what the link is, but yeah, I forgot. Oh, I, you know what? I wrote it on my one of these big, ah. huge uh, <laughs> sticker. It's it's startup.google.com. Ah, yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and they give courses also. If you they give courses, in, courses. In something. Yes, 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 yes. Well, yeah, networking is really essential. It's, it's so if I look at everything that you said, the networking seemed to be the key success to your business. Yes, exactly. Yes. But now, if I want uh, to have some clients, I go to these free Facebook groups and I write again, maybe I can help you. Voila, my situation is this one. I studied pain. Um, because it's with Facebook that I had the most of people coming. Yeah. Right, right. So, um, and then, uh, you know, what I, I think what I would like to see from you, which I know you'll be working on it, uh, to, to create, to reach even more people, because you have very specific niche and people in, in that area really, really need help, and possibly to start creating, you know, the online courses, uh, online programs, you know, start to reaching more people globally. Yes. Uh, I, I'm glad you're doing that in India. Uh, for the, um, you know, it's actually interesting. This is not the first time I'm hearing that people mm -hmm. from East coming to West to ask us to teach <laughs> them mindfulness and meditation is still interesting, right? Yes. Um, but that's really great. So so let me just recap a little bit what, what you're, okay. in, because I, I think I know you did so much 
uh, you do so much in, in this space to get your clients. And I know it, it this all takes a time. People are not going to get this overnight, but if they do what you did, they will get their clients. So, so you talked about Facebook group in your niche. Uh, you talk about the associations that you reach, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. phone call, letter, yeah. it all works. Uh, putting the website, uh, visiting, you know, going to conferences when the time allows or even going to uh, online conferences, uh, networking with people, the LinkedIn, you know, friends, Facebook, you know, the, the groups to la- launch your business and so on. So this is all about, you didn't one time mention paid marketing. I'm really happy. That, yes, I never ha- did it. Yes. Yeah. So I, I think I think what happens with the paid marketing, I always tell people, do everything you can before you start paying. At mm-hmm. some point, if you want to become huge, you're going to have to pay for marketing. No question. Yeah. Not, mm-hmm. Right. But but do everything what you basically are doing before you start paying, because then you'll understand what needs to be done. Exactly. Just pay somebody yes. and expect results. Yes, yes. Exactly. Mark, thank you so, so much. Okay, uh, you you're welcome. So, so yes. many you, What I wanted to say, like you said, good to insist on that. It takes time because now we say, okay, I make my website. I went on Facebook, LinkedIn to, but it, it takes a lot of time. So don't discourage yourself. Um, if the first year you don't have clients or maybe one or two, my uh, first time I had two clients and I was very happy. Um, don't take some time. Maybe the first year you will not get much, but I still believe in it. Yes. I think this is the best advice you can give to new coaches. Take your time. Everything takes time, but believe in it. Keep pushing if this is your true calling, if this is what you love to do to help people Mm -hmm. and you will make it. Right, Mark? Yes, yes. Okay. (laughs) Thank you so much, my friend. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, People will get uh, so much uh, from from this podcast from you. Thanks so much. Oh, thank you, Watsu. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Become the Life Success Academy founding member. Go to academyoflifesuccess.com and click on founding member to get 60% off full membership.